0: Good morning, Craig Sturge. How you doing? (laughs) I saw on Facebook this morning, you know what a cow's favorite holiday is? Year's Day. (laughs) Now, I know you're here and you're going to be celebrating New Year's Eve tonight. And many of you will be out and celebrating. I want you to remember it needs to be righteous celebration, okay? All right, not like the world. We're going to focus in... On that this morning. And Debbie and I, we haven't seen Midnight in probably a decade on, <laughs> on, on New Year's Eve. We probably haven't been out somewhere in three decades on New Year's Eve. But uh, tonight we get the privilege to drive to Suffolk right after church and babysit a little baby briar so Harris and Olivia can go out and be with some friends this uh, New Year's Eve night. But the person the culture is celebrating in 2023 has certainly been Taylor Swift. Uh She's without a doubt the most influential cultural person in 2023. As a matter of fact, Time Magazine has named her Person of the Year. And her heiress tour has just dominated the culture all year long. 146 dates that were announced across five continents. 2.2 2.2 billion dollars, billion dollars in ticket sales. 13 million dollars in U.S. ticket sales per night. 72,000 spectators per event. I don't even know how you do that. I didn't think there was that many auditorium stadiums that could have that many people. The Maris movie has come out. And 100 million people in pre sales, uh, dollars in pre sales, shown in 8,500 movie theaters all over the world and more than 100 countries, probably taking in another $250 million. And besides all that, she's dating Travis Kelsey <laughs> of the Kansas City Chiefs. Probably why they're going down the hill. I didn't say that, Tim laughed at that. <laughs> <laughs> But the the song that I remember, probably one of the ones I remember that I really liked, was the song Shake It Off. And that's a theme for today's service because that's what the Apostle Paul is going to tell the Ephesians to do, he's going to tell the Colossians to do, he's going to tell the Philippians to do, and he's going to tell the Corinthians to do, he's going to tell us to do, that we need to shake it off. Remember the song? Players gonna play, 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 play. Players gonna hate, 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 hate. Everybody gonna say I'm gonna shake, 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 shake it off, shake it off. We got a clip of that, don't we? Play, 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 play. Everybody stand up. Stand up. Stand up, everybody stand up. Alright, let's do it! All right, players going to play, 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 play. Hater's going to hate, 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 I'm going to shake, 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 shake it off, shake it off. Woo-hoo. Sit down, your grandmother would die if she saw you dancing and carrying on in church. I love the biblical principles that it relates to us, though. There's no scripture in the song. But as Christians getting ready to begin a new year in our crazy world, we will face many evils, temptations, fears, and frustrations. You know that to be true because we just went through a year of all those things. Jesus, our Lord and Savior, he wants us to live above the chaos of the world. And one thing I know to be true is Jesus brings order from chaos. You look at the beginning of Genesis where, you know, the earth is being formed and it's empty and it's dark. And the Spirit's hovering over it, ready for God to bring order and everything into being that we would know and see. And I know for one thing, God has a better plan for your life than you do without it. God has a better plan for your life. Than you do without it. Because it allows. When we live our life in Christ. It allows the rule and reign of God. To be allowed to go forth on earth. And wherever God's rule and reign is. God is advancing here on earth by his rule through you and me, bringing healing and wholeness by chasing out the chaos of the world. And listen to this line in this old hymn by Isaac Watts. O oh God, our help in ages past. O oh God, our help in ages past. I hope it for years to Come, be thou our God, while life shall last, and our eternal home. As we go forth in this year, 2024, we must let God be our God in everything. Because when he's our God in everything, he starts to force the chaos out of our existence. Taylor Swift may be the person of the year in 2023, but God is the God of the year every year from the creation of the world till he comes again. Can I hear an amen? Amen. His providential plan for your life, though, is as active as your faith. Uh Uh-oh, he said something. His providential plan for your life is as active as your faith. Jesus is imploring us through the apostles that we'll hear this morning, to live above the ignorance of our age. i just going to give a little biblical overview, kind of a pre-message before we get into our text. Listen to the words of the Hebrew author as he kind of addresses Christchurch church in 2023 as we end this year. Hebrews 12.2. Therefore, since we're surrounded by such a cloud, a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off, let's shake it off, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run the race with perseverance, the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of the faith. So he's telling us to shake those things off, those worldly things. The heroes of the faith, the witnesses, certainly in the context of what he's preaching in the, in the faith chapter of Hebrews 11, God and Abel and Enoch and Noah and Abraham and Isaac all down the line. See, our faith builds on their faith. That's how the witness is carried on throughout all generations. And then in Ephesians, you kind of see that the, the angels are looking down on the mystery That is the church. And they're fascinated by it. And that gives me goosebumps, man. I mean, the angels are looking at what we do. The angels are noticing what Christ's church is going to accomplish since the year it began to the year that he comes again. Certainly, Jesus notices what's happening as he's reigning on high with God sitting on the right hand of God. And then all the people you know, they're watching your witness as well. And for us to negate worldly chaos, we must shake off any entanglement in sin and the things that are hindering you and follow Jesus Christ, fixing our eyes on him. And then we participate in the life God marked out for us, never straying from the faith. And to do this, our eyes must be focused on Jesus and the things of God in this year. And then he says in Hebrews 3.1, Therefore, holy brothers and sisters who share in a heavenly calling. I like that. Fix your thoughts on Jesus, whom we acknowledge as our apostle and high priest. So to have spiritual victory in 2024, our thoughts must be fixed on the eternal living God formed before the creation of the world not formed, but be allowed to be in the before the creation of the world, and now dwelling in us. And we need to have our eyes focused on Him, so we can develop a discernment to ignore the ignore the patterns of the world, thus being able to see with the very eyes of God. And when we do that in 2024, it allows our beliefs and allows our actions to be lived on a higher plane than those who are following the knowledge and the patterns of this world. Because there's really two systems you're going to follow. You're going to follow the righteous system of living that comes from God. And it's beautiful and it's holy and it's righteous and it's self-sacrificing and it leads to goodness and morality. Or you're going to follow the plan of the devil. And that leads to deceit, lies, chaos, sin, and evil. And we certainly see all that running wild in our culture today. So the shake it off principle is a helpful tool for Christians who want to advance their faith and become more like Jesus Christ. Man, I've been living a faithful life since I was baptized in 1987. But I want to live a better faithful life in 2024 than I did in 2023. Don't you? The big idea this morning is in 2024, we need to shake off temporal enticements and embrace the eternity, eternal certainties. And I'm ready to start shaking. You ready, you ready to shake it off? First, we need to shake off those temporal mindsets and temporal enticements. Because basically, as we wake up tomorrow, there's going to be like three little patterns that you're going to follow. One is kind of where our world is today. Their world is living by humanism and materialism and basically atheism. And that's a lifestyle that claims that our ultimate reality is in the material and everything in the universe is the impersonal product of time and chance apart from God. Its focus is on self. It's on earthly wisdom and living a life devoid from God and his principles and his practices. Then there's kind of just the old hippie lifestyle of pantheism and transcendental meditation and New Age. That focus is on a spiritual, not in a personal being, but just the spiritual that's all around us, you know? And the trees are spiritual, and Mother Earth is spiritual. And just be spiritual, devoid from God. And then there's the lifestyle that we're going to choose to live in 2024. It's just biblical theism, focused on the one true God. And we note the differences between the creation and the Creator. And all that reality, all that reality is aligned in him. Because man is sinful. And we need restraint. And we need a savior. And what God has provided, he's given us the Bible. He's given us the Holy Spirit. He's given us the church to teach us a better paradigm to live by. Not just the mundane Monday through Friday living as you live or just hoping that everything's going to turn out and be spiritual. No, we live in a world that's dominated by sin and evil. And for us to rise above it, we have to be in tune with the things of God. And a paradigm shift needs to occur to avoid worldly chaos. As humans, we have been captured by temporal paradigm because we live in a temporal arena. You're going to wake up tomorrow, and you're going to have to go to work, and you're going to have to fight the world. You're going to have to be out in it making decisions. And all those decisions, they need to be aligned in your faith and in Jesus Christ. And as 21st century beings, for us, trying to live by faith, and not by sight, trying to live the life that God has given us. It takes great risk for us to shake off the world and follow a biblical paradigm because it's challenged by our culture. The culture doesn't want us living a biblical paradigm. They want us to live in sin and chaos just like they live. Jesus wants us to live above the chaos, of the world, and be righteous and holy, and to be light to a lost and dying world. See, we believe there is a God. We believe he's not silent. He's spoken his will, and that he's, that if we follow that will, we'll live a better life, even though we have to live it in the flesh, and even have we have to live it in a fallen and cursed world. We know that God is with us every day. And we know we're living a life that he would have us to do. Listen to the Apostle Paul. He says, do not live as the Gentiles do. On three, I want you to say that with me. One, two, three. Do not live as the Gentiles do. It's Paul's command, listen. You know, he's writing this, he's writing this to the Ephesians. Remember in Revelation, he he talks to the Ephesians that they lost their first love? You know, they were the mothership of most of the churches in Asia. Stuart, calls, Stuart likes to call Christ Church the mothership. But if Ephesus was the mothership of all the other churches in Asia. And they were a people who were once faithful, starting and sending out evangelists into the world. And then they lost their first love. Why? Because they lived in a godless culture. Remember, Paul went in there, the temple of Diana's there, and he's preaching in such a powerful way. People started believing, leaving that godless culture. And they stopped buying the little statues of Diana, threw the whole city into chaos, got Paul in trouble. Listen to what Paul tells the Ephesians, and he's telling us this morning. So I tell you this, and I insist on it, Apostle Paul insisting to the Ephesians, that you must no longer live as the Gentiles do. Well, why is that? in the futility of their thinking. They are darkened in their understanding. They're separate from the life of God because of their ignorance that is in them due to the hardening of their heart. When you harden your heart to God, ignorance starts to creep in to your life. Chaos starts to come upon you. And you start thinking you can do anything you want. And even for a while, sometimes sin really feeds the senses until it starts to strangle the life right out of you with addictions and and its evil desires. It wraps around you because the evil one wants you. He doesn't want you living a righteous life. And temporal mindsets are ruling America today modern man that we live in our society today in america they lost sensitivity to the things of god gentile secular thinking is taught in their universities and high schools and middle schools and elementary schools they may be gaining higher higher education and degrees but paul says if they're gaining that without god they're just increasing their ignorance Gentile secular thinking is what's ruining the society in which we live. Their teachings being reinforced by TikTok and Facebook and Instagram, Google, Amazon, and the internet and the liberal news. That's how it's being sold to the to the world and to our country and to our young people, and they're doing a real good job of it. You know, because young people are thinking, "Well, why am I going to try to live a righteous, holy life?" when all my friends are living just like there is no God. And their thinking is penetrating all of our society. It's penetrated into the Pentagon and the FBI and Congress and Hollywood and is taught everywhere today. That's why nothing seems to be working now as well as it did years ago. As we live by faith, we must remember their thinking is futile it's darkened it's in their understanding because it's separate from god which have caused their hearts to become hardened true wisdom is to, is to negate those temporal mindsets it's to, to negate what we see where our culture is going god wants us to live at a higher plane than what we see being lived around us today because god is life. This is what we're seeing today in our culture. That's not life as God intended it. God is life. And life itself is to be all about him. And that's what Matt was saying in Colossians 1.16. Beautiful verse that he chose. It says, All things have been created by him and for him. All things, the entire world, the heavenlies, you, me, mountains, oceans, everything's been created by God. By him and for him. And verse 17, one of my favorite verses in all of Scripture, because it makes sense to me. Uh, It says, He is before all things, and in Him all things hold together. You know why America is such a cesspool of ignorance today? Is because without Him, nothing holds together. Did you hear that? Without God and His wisdom, nothing holds together. Countries don't hold together, they will fall apart. Cities, governments, they'll fall apart. The educational systems, universities, marriages, finances, they'll all fall apart if they're devoid of God and His wisdom. And we see it all the time. Do you know that Harvard started off as a preacher sending school? You know, when its, when it's original, original code was Veritas Crisco Ex Ecclesia, truth for Christ and the church. That's Harvard, the most liberal university. Look at what it's been in the news lately. I can't believe all these universities have just become so anti-Semitic and they're so liberal that they're just fools and they're ignorant the way they're thinking. Now we know why our culture is descending all around us, because ignorance from God breeds chaos. Listen again to Paul in Ephesians 4:19. Having lost all sensitivity, they have given themselves over to sensuality to indulge in every kind of impurity, and they are full of greed. See, we're delivered from that chaos. And we're delivered by that fa- chaos by faith. Because, see, in this culture, and what we need to do before 2024 starts, we need to do what 2 Corinthians 5 7 said. We need you to live by faith and not by sight. Because what I see all around it, it's not the way I want, want I want Debbie and I to live. It's not the way I want my granddaughter to live. It's not the way you want your children and grandchildren to live. What we see today is a mess, but by Jesus Christ we're delivered from such chaos. We're we're sensitive to the voice of God. We choose to obey his commands because we know it elevates us out of the cesspool that we see around us. Our life presuppositions acknowledge that there is a God and he knows what's best for us. Our perspective in turn shapes our priorities. Our priorities shapes our practices. That's why we want to live righteous and holy lives, and we'll choose to believe God and live for him. We'll put on a new self created to be like God. I think that's one of your blanks. And we put off falsehood. Putting off is just another word for shaking it off. We shake off this nonsense that we see live today. We're shaking all that off. Listen to Ephesians 4, 20 to 28. That, however, is not the way of life you learn. Paul is talking to his beloved church. When you heard about Christ and were taught in him in accordance with the truth, the truth that's in Jesus Christ, your young people, most young people who going to secular universities, they don't even believe there's truth to follow. You were taught about the former way of life to put off your old self. That's shaking it off, which is being corrupted by deceitful desires to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on a new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Well, there's your choice. You don't have to follow God. You don't have to follow Jesus. You don't have to live in righteousness. But if that's your choice, your life will crumble at some point. And you'll have deep depression. And you'll have have no hope for the future. Oh, God, our help in ageless past. He's our God. That's where our hope comes from. Therefore, each of you, each one of you, and me and Debbie, We must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor, for we're all members of one body. We're members of the church. In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you're still angry. Do not give the devil a foothold. Anyone who has been stealing must steal no longer, but must work doing something useful with their own hands that they may have something to share with those in need. Paul is imploring the Ephesians and he's imploring us to shake off worldly mindsets that are anti-God. I mean, that's why God, when he called Israel out of Egypt, he brought them to Mount Sinai and he gave them the Ten Commandments. They, they were a messes of people after living in Egypt for 400 years. And he says, These, this is how I want you to live. You know, you how to deal with God first. He says, have no idols. He says, have no other gods. Honor God's name and keep the Sabbath. That's how you deal rightly with God. If you deal rightly with God through knowledge of him, your life is going to be good. And it's going to be good because when you know God, you're not going to steal and you're going to honor your mother and father and you're not going to commit adultery and all the rest of the Ten Commandments because God's ways elevate us from the sinfulness that our flesh so easily craves. And to the Philippians, Paul says, he says, live the beautiful life and follow faithful Christians. Listen to Philippians 3. He says, don't focus on earthly things, Because our citizenship is in heaven. He says, look at verse 17. Join together in following my example. Paul's saying to the church in Philippi, you follow me. What What I've been before you, you follow the life that I'm living. Brothers and sisters, just as you have us as a model, keep your eyes on those who live as we do. For as I've told you before and now tell you again, even with tears, Many live as enemies of the cross. Their destiny is destruction. Their God is their stomach and glory is in their shame. Their mindsets on earthly things. But our citizenship is in heaven. Can you say amen? Amen. Our citizenship is in heaven. And we eagerly a way to save you from there, Lord Jesus Christ, who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control will transform your lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. What Paul is telling us this morning is you look to the faithful people in life that you know and you model them. Now, I'm going to name a couple of names. Don't get ticked off. I preach every Sunday somewhere almost, so I only know a few people almost remotely intimate. Well, what Paul's saying, you follow Tim and Christy Turner. You model their life. You follow Paul Gibbs and his family. You follow Holly DeOder and Mike and Erica Dawson, Mike and Lori Pittman and Greg and Janet Robertson, and Jack Phillips and Denise Nash and Cruz and Chloe. You follow Lonnie and Betty Foreman. There's a good group to follow. Follow the Connie and Travis. Follow the Pennells. And I could list them many more, but get the point. Paul's saying, you follow me. I'm living the life in front of you. You know I'm living a righteous life as well as I can in a sinful world. You follow these godly examples that you see at Christ church. He said, don't, Don't follow the social influencers. They're godless. They're ignorant. Don't follow the crazy progressive ideals that are being thrust upon us today. Don't trust any movement of a culture or philosophy or wave of culture that you're seeing today. Don't focus on earthly things because our citizenship is in heaven. And then he says, shake off temporal mindsets, Christ church, and live godly in the new year. And that's what he's telling us to do. We're shaking off temporal enticements. Now notice Paul is writing to these truths to the church. Because they were living in godless cultures. They were living in cultures dominated by false gods. They were living by culture dominated first by Greek and then Rome. And the with their mess of gods and goddesses. And he is telling the Ephesians and the Philippians. Now he's telling the Colossians, Paul says, Our flesh is not our friend. Look to the person next to you and say, Our flesh is not your flesh is not my friend. <laughs> now look to him and say, It's even a little bit more since Thanksgiving. <laughs> he says, put the death. What's what, what belongs to your earthly nature, Colossians 3, 5 to 9. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. If you know somebody living outside of the beauty of Christ and Christianity in the church. You better get to them. It says, Because these, the wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in these ways, amen, in the life you once lived, but now you must rid yourself of all such things as anger, rage, malice, slander, filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other since you have taken off your old self with his practices. What he's saying is the old self must go before we start 2024. Now, imagine me in a $300 black suit. Beautiful tie, handsome, perfectly coiffed. Well, just imagine me in a black suit. (laughs) (laughs) Dearly beloved, we're gathered here today to bury sinful ways, before we stop 2024. Sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, greed, which is idolatry. If you're suffering with any one of those, before we go into 2024, you need to shake them off. And what Pat McAfee would say, and he's, the, he's a sports caster, he's a sports talk show host. Pat McAfee would say, do it now! <laughs> and I'm gonna give you 30 seconds. If you're suffering with any one of these things, because they're worldly, they're evil, they're from the devil, If they've been bringing you down, if you're seeing increasing chaos come into your life, I'm going to give you about 20, 30 seconds to shake them off right now. If you're struggling with, and over the past year, if you're struggling with anger, rage, malice, slander, filthy language, from your lips, line, shake it off, and do it now. Your soul was created by God, for God. He knows the things you need to avoid. Trust Him. He knows the worldly chaos that's caused by sin. And He hates what's going on in today's world. He knows the words you need to follow, He knows the people you need to follow and they will have their minds fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. Now that we've shaken off those temporal mindsets and temporal enticements, as we get ready to wrap up, we need to put our eternal mindset and embrace eternal certainties. Listen again to the Apostle Paul as he talks to the Colossians of chapter three. Since then, you have you been raised by Christ? Let me say, well, when the heck have we been raised by Christ? You were raised by, you were buried with Him in baptism to rise to walk in newness of life. Since then, you've been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, set, set, not on earthly things. For you died. When did you die? You died in baptism. And now your life is hidden with with Christ in God. When Christ, listen to this phrase, it's beautiful. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. See, if our minds and hearts are fixed on Jesus, our life is going to be resounding in him and the glories of him and his church. Well, you know, and, and Christ is your life. It's not part of your life. It's all of your life. That doesn't mean you're some religious weirdo. The, the world's the weirdos. That's why I want the young people to know. No. When the world comes to you and says, it's okay to live together. When the world says, come on, everybody's smoking pot and doing drugs, now do it. You know, that, that's the ignorance that the culture is trying to teach you. We have a better way to live, Colossians 3, 10 to 12. We have a new self, and we put on a new self, which is being renewed in the knowledge and the image of the Creator. Here, there's no Gentile or Jews, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian. I like that term. Scythian, slave or free, but Christ. You know, anybody who's really not living a godly, righteous life, if you start looking at him as a barbarian, you might go witness to him. We are new because we do not think like the Gentiles. Therefore, verse 12, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience. Bear with each other, forgive one another. If any of you has grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love. Which binds them all together in perfect unity. Listen, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body, you were called to peace. Now, that peace is a shalom of God, it is a peace that endures, it's a wholeness, it's a well being. It's a sense of thriving. It's everything in your life as God would intend it to be. That's why it passes. That's why it's a piece that passes all understanding. And be thankful. and Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with wisdom. And psalms and hymn and songs, from the Spirit singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to the God the Father through him. That's what we want in 2024. Verse 18, so we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. 2024, just do what Taylor Swift and the Apostle Paul is telling you to do. Shake it off. said to the Corinthians, 15, verse 15, 33, do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Come back to your senses as you ought. Stop sinning, for there are some who are ignorant of God, I say this to your shame. Now right now the band's gonna play some music in the background. And you've heard from the Apostle Paul. I want you to hear from the Apostle Peter as we close. So just kinda take a deep breath, close your eyes, and just listen to Peter as he's encouraging you to live this life in 2024. Therefore, with minds that are alert and fully sober, set your hope on the grace to be brought to you when Jesus Christ is revealed at his coming. As obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you had, when you lived in ignorance but just as he called you as holy so be holy in all you do for it is written be holy because i am holy since you call on a father who judges each person's work impartially live out your time as foreigners here in reverent fear for you know that it's not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life, handed down to you from your ancestors. But with the precious blood of Christ, the Lamb, without blemish or defect, he was chosen before the creation of the world, but was revealed in these last times for your sake. Through Him, you believe in God who raised Him from the dead and glorified Him. And so your faith and your hope are in God. Now that you have purified yourself by obeying the truth, so that you have sincere love for each other, love one another deeply from the heart. For you have been born again not of perishable seed but of imperishable through the living and enduring word for all the people are like grass all their glory is like the flowers of the field the grass withers the flowers fall but the word of the Lord endures forever I pray you will have a wonderful Year's Day